Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hobb, Bart Scott, Chris Canny in for the guys. Keyshawn and Zubin will be back next week. Jay Will and his wife Nikki expecting their second child any day now, maybe even any moment now. So we're all waiting to hear, and we'll let you know once we know. So we'll hold it down for them in the time being. Uh, we'll continue the conversation. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the top 25, under 25 in the NBA today, if you just say in general, Jalen Suggs would be on that list. Would he not? He's not in the league yet. <laughs> but, I mean, I'd put him on that list ahead of some other guys that ESPN put on that list. Now, remember, that list is all about future potential. Just keep that in mind. Uh, as you heard there coming in as well, Sam Darnold now no longer with the Jets. They'll be looking for their sixth first-round pick quarterback, which would tie the most in the, uh, in the modern draft era since 1967 as they perpetually look for the new quarterback. Zach Wilson seems to be that guy. The Giants have theirs, at least they think, in Daniel Jones. And we asked this earlier, and that is, which situation would you rather have? The Giants situation with Daniel Jones or the Jets starting over again with a guy like Zach Wilson at a BYU? And, Chris, you said that you like the Jets situation because yep. it's a reset. And, Bart, it's just kind of ironic because – Chris is the guy that won a Super Bowl with the Giants. <laughs> and Bart's saying that he'd yeah, rather Chris have – Chris Cole don't work no more over there. No. Nah, they don't let me in the building over there, <laughs> by no the way. Nah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and Bart, by the way, a pro bowler and also took the Jets to uh, consecutive AFC championship games. He's saying he'd rather have Danny Dimes and the Giants. So this is, like, this is actually what, what makes this thing so interesting. But you feel like the Jets shouldn't start Zach Wilson right away. And, Chris, you're saying he absolutely could start right away. Well, I think it depends on where the kid is at in terms of his development and his ability to be able to operate an NFL offense. Now, the one thing I do like about the offense that the Jets are going to run, it's Mike LaFleur's offense, which is coming off of that Shanahan tree, and it's a very user-friendly offense. They're going to build it around the running game with boots and sprints to get the quarterback out on the perimeter and give him one, two reads, and if it's not there, either check the ball down or go ahead and take off and run. So I like that it's – that it, that it lends itself to the young quarterback being able to be able to get in there and get the reps. Um, but the biggest thing for me is that the Jets need to be able to take advantage of having a quarterback on a rookie contract. If you listen to what Joe Douglas said to the media yesterday, he said a big factor in this decision was being able to reset the money at the position. Yeah. Well, you, you want to take full advantage of it. And to me, that would suggest if the kid is ready, yeah. starting in week one, so that you have the opportunity to put all the other resources that you would typically have in a starting quarterback yeah. in the other areas of your team. But you got you have to work for it, right? And he's going to be handed the keys to the car. And he's not going to have to earn it. He doesn't have anybody there to learn from. Who's going to be the veteran in there? Like, who would your veteran that taught you how to play the game? Who taught you how to prepare? Right. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of veterans. Greg Ellis, Keyshawn Johnson was one of them. Leroy Glover. Right. Yeah, you right. got to so, have vets. So, but, but in your position room, when, you, when he goes in there, he's going to look around. He's going to have probably the most football acumen in there. Like, he needs to learn from somebody how to prepare. And this team isn't ready to handle a rookie quarterback. So you know, what you're saying is James Morgan and Mike White, that ain't enough for them. I, 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 never, <laughs> never, never heard of him. Never, never, never heard of him. And I, and I go in the building every day. I, I've never heard of him. Right? So, like, he, they need to go out and get a veteran that they can teach him how to prepare because – you look at what happened with Justin Herbert. That was the best case scenario, right? He came in and he didn't even know he was going to start, but he was prepared. But he's a guy that had had a lot of snaps at the collegiate position, had played high leverage, high level football, had been in the front. 
how can you handle the front pages if he comes out, he throws a bunch of picks, he's getting beat up. We saw what happened with Burrow, right? They didn't protect him enough. They were throwing the ball too much. They can't protect a young quarterback right now because he's gonna, he doesn't know what he doesn't know. I love the – man, that's barbecue chicken, man. I see a veteran back there that really don't have a stud running game, don't have a tremendous offense lineman in front of him. You know, the complex defenses that he's going to see, guys aren't going to be running wide open. He's going to have to throw them open. Mm. And to do that, he's got to understand the rotation of the safeties after the snap, especially if he's going to spend a lot of time underneath the center. No, you mean a rookie. You see a rookie back there. Yeah, yeah, barbecue chicken. Yeah, you said a veteran. Yeah, no. Uh, It's – look – as Rex said, you take this guy number two. You, you, the idea is he's supposed to play. So, of course, we still have weeks before that happens. Uh, another conversation we were having involves you know, these young players in the NBA today, a top 25, that list that's out on ESPN that has everybody upset. I created my own list about players that I would start my franchise with under 25. I have Devin Booker topping that list. And why? Well, again, you everybody needs players around them, and the right players help you win. And once you get Chris Paul in there, oh, all of a sudden – the Suns are winning. It's not because it's just Chris Paul. It's because Devin Booker has that support that he's been looking for because all they've been doing is, is working through the draft or, or trying to build through the draft. You've got to add some quality veterans. They did that. They also have a really good coach uh, in Monty Williams. But I want to get uh, some calls in on here. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Stephen A is going to join us in about five minutes to get his take on this. But first, let's get yours. Corey in New Jersey. Start us off, Corey. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yo, you're doing a great job filling in for Keyshawn and Zubin. Appreciate you. So, listen, uh, Alan, you're crazy, okay? Luka Doncic is by far the best young talent in the NBA. You said yourself he's an MVP caliber player right now. No one else on your list is. Devin Booker, he needed an experienced player like Chris Paul to win because before that, the, the, the Suns were in the basement. So, I, I don't know how he could be the guy you would want to start a team with when Phoenix did that and they haven't won anything since he's been there. Well, hang on. Phoenix did that just this year by getting a veteran out there to help him, to give him what he needs because he's not a point guard, and he can now go ahead and be that scorer he needs to be. But let me ask you this. How did Luka and the, and the Mavs look early this season when they had all those injuries and no Porzingis? They were a lottery team. So it's the same exact story. You had to put talent around a player, and, and it'll help them win. There's not a single player in the league. Even LeBron James couldn't win with a Laker team that had a bunch of bums on it, which is why he took the rest of the season off. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate the call. Lonnie <laughs> in Sacramento. Mad, Lonnie. I got Booker number one. You're right. Thank you. But, it, but it's funny, right? But, wait, I want, at... I want, but Lonnie, tell me, tell me why, though, why you have Booker as well. Let's see if, if we match up with our reasons. Because he's the man on the team. I know you got Chris Paul, like you said, last year. He came this year, but it was him last year. Booker is the man. He's number one. He's, a, he's, he's again, it's all about shooting. I'll, say, you, I'll but, say it over and over again. This is a Mike D'Antoni saying, and I love repeating it. I, I, everybody's a shooter. I need makers. Right. He's a maker. He's a scorer, and that's the most important thing in this game, last I checked. But, but you also see what's happening, right? When you look at who, who likes Luka, you know, it was more of an East Coast guy. You look at who, want, who likes Booker, it's more of a West Coast guy. So it's a lot of times it's the West Coast bias because we just don't see enough of the Phoenix Suns on the big stage. Yeah, we will now. Yeah. We are now. They're number two in the West. Let me ask you a question, Alan. Do you see Devin Booker as your leading scorer on a championship winning team? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. How would you not? The guy, the, you know, again, it's, it's, it's what is he averaging? The guy's averaging over 20. It's yep. amazing that he kept getting passed over for All-Star, but it's, mm-hmm. I blame it on market. Yeah. I blame it on team when you're not okay. on a winning team. And what did they do there? They're, they're notoriously cheap in Phoenix. That's just how they've always been. They've been like that for a very long time now. And with that in mind, they were trying to build through the draft. 
They did okay building through the draft. Not great, but okay. But it also takes you a long time to build through the draft. In the meantime, your best player has to try to carry you through that. Yeah. you got to build properly around it. Now, Bridges has become a really good player. DeAndre Ayton has started now to become the number yep. one pick. It's starting to on. become. Yep. But it all comes together when you bring in the veteran point guard who can now take the pressure off of your star. Just you be you, Devin Booker. You go ahead and just be the scorer that we need you to be. And that's what, he, that's what he's become this year. And I just get I, I, it's it's so funny when we make these lists. It's always like, oh, that's hate on Luca. You don't no, it's not hate <laughs> on Luca. It's just what would I when you're building a franchise, what do you need more than anything? I need somebody that's always available and a guy that can make buckets, a guy that can score. That's helpful to me. I'll take that guy first. Now it doesn't mean I wouldn't take Luca at all. Of course I would. That's why he is where he is. That's why Zion's where he is. Luca makes people around him better and he can score. But I'd still take Booker over him. That's the only reason why I've said it. It's because of the scoring aspect of it. It's way more important. And then, of course, you have Zion, who this year is showing us that he's a playmaker. I need to see more of it. I'd like to see that three-point element as well because yeah. eventually you're just going to do what you do to Giannis and put up the wall and try to take, take it away from him. Right, and look at the <laughs> shot chart. <laughs> you got to love a shot chart. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, you know, that's like, pretty is this much. George Mikan or is this a current basketball it player? It is amazing. No, but <laughs> listen, Zion's shot, shot ain't as ugly as Giannis, Giannis is. Yeah, that's, you know, it's, that's, a, that's a different level. Yeah, 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 that's different, a no different doubt. level. Let's take another call here. I want Sean in Texas. Go ahead, Sean. Ah, see. Uh, how y'all doing? I'm going with Lucas. Me and my pick, but like you said, though, I agree. I think Devin Booker is high on that list, but I'm going with Luca because I think he's more of a game manager. I think he's more – he can get you the buckets that you're talking about. He can get you everything you need to do. But me, I agree with what you're saying. I don't think it's Luca hate. Right. You know, I agree that Devin Booker is up there. I think he's number two on my list. So you're right in your case, but I would just go with Luca. Just, you know, just preference. preference. Right. Now, now let me ask you this, Sean, because I get what you're saying. The, the point is, is that Lucas got the ball in his hand all the time. He's a playmaker, so he drives in. He can get defense to react to him, and then he can make the pass, uh, and, and so he makes teammates around him better. But I want to ask you this question. It's a serious question, and it's not, again, I'm not even trying to be funny. Do you trust Luca to be healthy five years from now to be a guy that can still play at that level five, six, seven years from now? Because I know one thing, shooting doesn't get old. Ray Allen played forever mm-hmm. in the league because he could shoot. Shooting mm-hmm. doesn't age. Do you, do you think that Luka would be able to last as long as Devin Booker? Well, I see what you're saying as far as that concerned. I think he can. It all depends on how he takes care of his body, of course. You know, I play uh, sports, so it's all about taking care of his body. I think he can. But I see what you're saying because, he, like you said, shooting doesn't go Ray Allen, yeah. Steph Curry, Reggie, all these guys play a long time. Right. <laughs> Right. And going to play a long time. So I get what you're saying, but I think Luca can. But it all depends on his body, how he builds, and also what Dallas does to help him, like you say it. All right. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate the call. All right. I'm curious to see what Stephen A thinks. As we'll bring in Stephen A right now on the Goodyear Hotline, host of Stephen A's World, and of course on first take as well. Stephen A, you 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 had a reaction to the ESPN.com uh top twenty five under twenty five list. What did you I guess let's just begin there because I did a list. Well, I did, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you just. We'll begin there with that list. Well, 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 well the first thing I want to do is that um, I want to. I want to take, and I'm going to do the same thing on first take as well. Uh, it's important for me to just step up and step out and actually apologize to those guys that put forth the list because I'm on first take. I'm having a good time, and you know, I did not. I did not agree with the list. I meant what I said in terms of thinking that Devin Booker should have been higher than Lamelo Ball. That. Um, Jason Tatum should have been higher than LaMelo Ball, uh, Donovan Mitchell, guys like that in terms of their potential moving forward. 
I never dreamed that I would see what I saw on social media last night when people took me seriously about, you know, when I was saying that guys should be tested. And I say that kind of stuff all the time, having fun uh, with my colleagues and stuff like that. I didn't know that that would be something that would be taken, you know, out of context and people would just completely run away with that, thinking that I was serious about people needing to be tested. And, you know, I have nothing. I, I didn't have anything to do with the list, but I respect the hell out of my colleagues. And I certainly didn't want that to be what people deduced from it and what have you. So to me, you know, uh, what what turned into uh, what, what, what I thought was a lighthearted situation uh, because of the world that we're living in turned into something entirely different than what I intended. So I just wanted to apologize to Bobby, Mark Smith, and all of those guys uh, who do an incredible job at ESPN.com because I don't want people taking that from it. I do not agree with the list, and I meant what I said about that. But all the other stuff that I was saying, I was just having a good time like I always do. I'm always calling for people to be tested when they disagree with me about stuff. <laughs> well, this is why we so do, that's all it is. This is why we do lists, right? I mean, Stephen, this is, we yes, do lists so exactly. we can debate them and kick them around and argue with each other exactly. about them. It's the fun part of it that obviously some people, they take it way too serious. I was with you, though, on right. the Booker stuff. Like, I, I believe the same mm-hmm. thing. Now, they, they, they said the list was based on future potential, and I was thinking, okay, has he hit his ceiling? No, he's got a lot of future potential. <laughs> so I feel exactly. like, like I have him at the top of my list when it comes to who I'd build a franchise around because I feel like shooting mm-hmm. doesn't age. I think you'll have shooting for 10 years with him. It'll never age, whereas the guys like Zion, Luca, you know, they, their game could age because of how much pressure is on them at a young age to deliver and how much usage mm-hmm. they have. Would you agree with that? I, I completely agree with you. You and I are on the same page. You and I are completely on the same page, which is a big reason why I disagree with that list. But I also apply that to Donovan Mitchell. I apply that to um, uh, Jason Tatum as well. And I don't think either of them need to be coming before um, um, LaMelo Ball needs to be coming before any of those guys when it comes to a list like this. That's just my opinion. Steven, you highlighted LaMelo Ball. I'm taking that to mean that you're okay with the top two guys on this list, Luka Doncic and Zion Williamson. But my question to you would be, yeah. who is that third guy that you would put in there in replacing LaMelo Ball? Well, to me, it could be Donovan. I'm sorry, it could be Devin Booker. Mm. It could be Devin Booker. You know, it, it, when we saw Donovan Mitchell perform the way that he did in the playoffs, it could be him. Or it could be Jason Tatum, who's a legit 6'9", 6'10", with perimeter skills. Any of those three, I'll take them over LaMelo Ball in terms of potential, not just where they are now, but in terms of potential. And I love LaMelo Ball. He's my rookie of the year. And I think that he's going to be a sensational player for years to come. But it just shows you what I think about those guys. And I think in the right situation, those guys would be even greater. Not to say that Utah could be in a better situation because I think Quinn Snyder and his staff have done an outstanding job in Utah. And I'm, I'm really high on Monty Williams and what I see him doing in Phoenix with his staff, Randy Ayers, Willie Green, and the crew. No question about it. But in the same breath, I would tell you that I could take any of those guys and, legit, and make a legitimate argument that there's no way on earth, when you're talking about potential, future, five years from now, that LaMelo Ball would, would, would be better than those guys. And I love LaMelo Ball, but I don't believe it.
You know, one thing when you try and make projections about what somebody can become in the future, a lot of things that you mm-hmm. you, know, you can't measure. You can't measure their dedication. You can't measure their, their, their ability to dare to be great. And when I look at a guy like Ben Simmons and I think about organizations matter, I think that coaching matters. Like, mm-hmm. it, what could he mm-hmm. do to potentially put him at the top of this list? Because when you look at what he's born with, you know, that gives him a, a jump on a lot of these guys on this list. But if he can ever get a jump shot, a consistent jump shot, could, could he become the arguably the number one guy on his list? I, I'm, are you talking about Ben Simmons, Bart? Yes, Ben Simmons. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which is why, even though I mentioned him, he's the last name that I would mention as potential. I would put Devin Booker. I would put Jason Tatum. I would put Donovan Mitchell over Ben Simmons in terms of that. But here's the thing. You know this better than most, Bart. You know, it ain't just about your offense. It's about what you can do defensively. And the fact of the matter is Ben Simmons right now is a candidate for defensive player of the year. Nobody would question that. Mm -hmm. He's an elite defender. He's an elite ball handler. He's an elite passer. When you look at what he brings to the table, outside of shooting, he has everything else. I've been on the record saying he is – like literally a jump shot away from being LeBron James 2.0. That's how good I think Ben Simmons is. Mm-hmm. And so for me, you can make the argument for him, but I do agree with Allen. Your shot doesn't fade. When you can shoot the basketball, that is definitely a big, big deal. Imagine if Russell Westbrook could shoot. Imagine <laughs> how phenomenal he would be. I believe Russell Westbrook would be a champion right now yeah. if he had a better shot. Yeah. If he could shoot like Damian Lillard, Mm. Russell Westbrook would be a champion right now. He would be a That's how good I think he is. But again, when you don't have that jump shot, then that's a problem. And that's something that can impede your progress. That's just just the way I look at it. But that's not a problem that Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, or Devin Booker has. And that's why I would put them based on their resume and what we've seen them do. That's uh, by the way, in the postseason, in the case of Mitchell and Tatum as well, that's why I would put them ahead of LaMelo Ball. It is amazing how when you don't have a jump shot, how quickly you age in the NBA versus when you do. We're talking with Stephen A. Smith on the Goodyear Hotline, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, Chris Candy in on KJZ ESPN Radio. We had Keyshawn on uh, yesterday. We're talking with him, and Keyshawn will be back next week with, uh, with Zubin. But Keyshawn, I-, I asked him about the injuries to LeBron and Anthony Davis and how the Lakers, although they won last night, are sort of slipping a little bit in the West. And I said, do you have any concern? Because the last thing you want to do is have a tough first round where you're playing a team that you might have expected to play later uh, in the playoffs. He said, no, I'm not worried at all. you got to play who's in front of you. They'll be fine. What do you think about that, though? Because I feel like the extra pressure and mileage that you'd have to put on LeBron early in the playoff series could be a bit of a problem. I think, Alan, you know better. You know better than to ask me a question like that. And here's why. Because you know basketball better than most. We're talking about LeBron James. Now, if there's anybody else, you got a valid point. But when it comes to LeBron James, you don't have to be worried about who the competition is going to be in the first or second round if this dude is 100% healthy. And that's what it is. If it's anybody else, all of those things you say come into play, but not when it comes to him. He has proven throughout his illustrious career that that is not a concern that you should have. And I agree with Keyshawn if LeBron and them – are healthy, it don't matter who they play in those first couple of rounds. It really doesn't. Stephen, hey, I got to ask you really quickly about the Nets injuries. I know Kevin Durant is supposed to come back this week, but we just saw James yep. Harden try to come back on Monday night. That didn't work out. The team's going to reevaluate in 10 days. Where are you in terms of your level of concern with the Nets dealing with injuries in the second half and on into the postseason? 
I have concerns about their injury situation when it comes to KD and Anthony Davis in L.A. I have concerns about both of them because I think both of them have been going entirely too long. That damage has gotten to the point where it's a bit suspicious. But if, if KD is coming back, all the better, more power to him. In his case, I'm a little less concerned because that was an Achilles that he recovered from a year and a half ago. So to be gone 18 months and then to come back and average damn near 30 a game, you know, that just is a testament to his greatness because I think he's one of the top two players on the planet, okay, when he is healthy. Having said all of that, to me, the bigger concern is Kyrie. And the reason I bring that up is because this dude just takes off for inexplicable reasons. Your personal days or whatever the hell it is. I mean, there's always something that's going on, and he's so temperamental. I really believe Kyrie Irving, to me, is the best show in basketball. He is simply box office. He's that lethal. He's that big time. But I also think he's a guy. It's a real challenge for him when it comes to him actually wanting to play. I don't view him as somebody that really, really wants to play basketball half the time. And you never know where his temperament is going to be compromised. Now, one will imagine you don't have much to worry about because he's playing for the postseason, wants to win a championship or whatever. The other stuff prior to that is what he really doesn't care about maybe as much as he should. Fair enough. But still in all, because of the time he's taken off, because of the lack of chemistry they develop playing together, you just never know what could potentially happen. Not against marginal talent, not even against good talent. But when you go against the elite teams, you guys know that playing together, there's something to be said for that. And they haven't done much of that. And sometimes you do sit back, although you marvel at their greatness, in the same breath you wonder, when is it going to come back to bite them? Stephen A., we appreciate you, man. Thanks for joining us and for the insight as always. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. All right. And I'm glad he said that because I don't know, I know, Chris, you weren't here yesterday, but Bart, you remember Jay and I had it out about yeah. – uh, Kyrie versus Dame, and he was take, making the case for Kyrie, and I said, my only concern about Kyrie is I don't know what night you're going to show up. Exactly. Stephen, they just said the same thing. It's not a knock on his talent. He's an incredibly talented player. Yeah. He's amazing <laughs> to watch, but if, if, I'm, if it's my team, I want to know that every time I walk in the gym, you're going to be there ready to play. Dame Lillard, I know he will be there. <laughs> Kyrie, when he shows up, I know he's going to play. Mm-hmm. I just don't know It's hard how to many play when your chakra's not on point, man. Well, that is, that is true, I guess. All right, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The phone lines are lit up. Want you to be part of the conversation. Who is the number one player under 25 that you would start your franchise with? I told you who I thought. Who do you think? We'll do that coming up next after this from Hulu. Still pounding on that remote control night after night? We were just talking about this. Hulu has all the shows and movies you love. And before you ask, do they have The Handmaid's Tale or Grey's Anatomy or Sports Center? The answer is yes. Whether you're into live sports or news and award-winning originals and premium channels, it's time to have Hulu. Hulu plans start at $5.99 for thousands of shows, movies, and Hulu originals. And you can add other premium channels and live TV. And it's all in the same app, so you're not having to download a million things. Keep the drama on your TV and keep streaming simple. It's time to have Hulu. Restrictions apply. ESPN Radio on ESPN Plus. Stream us all day long from Greeny with Mike Greenberg. Back and better than ever, Greeny with you. Barton Hahn with Bart Scott and Alan Hahn. Cheese and sour cream on the taco. The Max Kellerman Show. See who's smarter than Max. 
The answer is no one. And today in Golic Jr. Keeping that same energy. While we're shouting out, people, how about we give some love to our very own ESPN Radio on ESPN Plus. All that and a whole lot more. Let's go. Enhance the experience. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. off the screen takes a jumper it's up and good a two for curry just inside the arc on the left side warriors lead by three minute five to go that's how it sounded on 95 7 the game as the warriors edge the bucks 122 121 steph curry dropped 41 it was the 42nd career 40 point game for steph curry 30 of those points came in the second half he now leads the nba with Four 30-point halves in the season. I pause for drama, Chris Kent. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. Over here. <laughs> James Harden will miss at least 10 days with a hamstring injury. Now, that's after he left Monday's game against the Knicks. And an MRI revealed on Tuesday a right hamstring strain. The Nets play the Pelicans tonight, 7.30 Eastern on ESPN. Two women spoke out against Deshaun Watson on Tuesday. Ashley Solis spoke in a news conference while Lauren Baxley 
wrote a letter to Watson. In the news conference, Solid said, quote, I suffer from panic attacks, anxiety, and depression. I'm in counseling as a result of Deshaun Watson's actions. I hope he knows how much pain he's inflicted on me emotionally and physically. And I hope he knows how much pain he's inflicted on these other survivors. Meanwhile, some breaking news on this front. Nike has suspended its endorsement deal with Deshaun Watson amid the sexual assault and inappropriate behavior allegations made against the Houston Texans quarterback, the company told CNBC earlier today. SportsCenter, brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs, and it takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. And after reading some of these tweets, I need Maker's Mark. Yeah, I was about to say, Devin Booker making defenders need makers. (laughs) (laughs) That is true, too. Yeah. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guys join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Chris Canty, Bart Scott in for the guys. Keyshawn and Zubin back on Monday. J. Will and his wife Nikki expecting their second child any day now. So, of course, all of our best wishes to them. So we've got some responses on this list that I put together. Okay, what we got? I thought I would do a better list than the one that went out yesterday that upset everybody. Apparently I was wrong. Lists seem to upset everybody. (laughs) It's it's what it is. Well, you knew when you put Devin Booker over Luka Doncic and Zion Williamson, just from the perception of the players, you were going to get some smoke. You You knew that. a franchise with shooting. That's what I believe. That's what I say. Stephen A. agree with me. So let's see if we have any calls. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I'm told... The calls are packed. <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have some reaction, people feeling a certain way, so we want to hear from you. Who would you start your franchise with then? Phil in New York. Go ahead, Phil. Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, I would start mine with uh, John Morant. He's just a young talent. I get LaMelo is doing well this first year, but John is on the sophomore year, and he's looking really great. He so, John Morant would be who I start with. Phil, I, I like, think- like Ja, Phil. I, I do. I like him a lot. Concerns, A, size, B, that game, how much shelf life do you have for a player that drives to the basket as hard as he does and takes collisions, lands on the ground a lot? It's a very physical game that he plays because he has to. You know, the availability is the most important part, right? Like, we're in the moment right now. Yeah, you take him at full health, but how long can he do that for you playing that style? That's the question I have. What do you think about AI? He did it for a long time, he kind did. of having that same game. You know, but you do have concerns like Derrick Rose, and you think about you know you think about Westbrook. They, they, a lot their of game examples. suffered, and those injuries come. But I would have those same concerns with you know Zion as well. You know, all that weight continuously to come down mm-hmm. when he's trying to dunk every time he gets the ball. All it takes is one, stepping on one one foot, you know, or anything like that, and, and his whole game can change. And he doesn't look like a guy that if he's on the shelf is going to keep his weight down. That is the concern, is obviously, to me. Again, you're building a franchise. That doesn't mean, hey, I can win right now or I can be good right now. This is about a franchise. You want 10 years out of this player, 10 mm. years at a high level. And as I've said, shooting doesn't age. Let's go to Owen in Minneapolis. Owen. Hey, good to, good to talk to you guys. Thanks for having me on. Likewise. Um, uh, I think that they, there needs to be more conversation about Jason Tatum being the selected choice. I think, uh, for me, he would be my number one selection. He already uh, ascended into an all-star quickly in the in the league. And you talk about an, old, an all-around player. I think I look at other players on this list, and they have their specialties, but Jason Tatum is kind of an all-around player. And my, my big cons- uh, question is with uh, – Zion Williamson. I don't know why Zion's ahead of him because you look at shooting, Alan. You talk about shooting. You're right. And um, and 
Jason Tatum is is taking more shots and making more shots than Zion, and he's also an all-around player. He makes his teammates better already. He's only his fourth season in the NBA. I think when you have a when you're trying to look for a player to start a franchise around for ten years, I think I really like him. You know what, Owen? You make all great points, and, and I'm gonna I'll reveal one of the reasons why I would put Zion above Tatum, and that reason is marketability. And I know it's unfair, but I'm talking about starting a franchise. It has to do with more than just on the court. And Zion Williamson's already proven to be a very marketable player. Now, you could argue, well, how is Devin Booker marketable? He would be if he was in a big market. Now, Zion's <laughs> in a small market. I get it. But Zion was in a big market at Duke. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he already yeah. had that Next coming in. The playoffs doesn't get him in. And also what's going on in that Celtic locker room this season has me wondering a little bit about is Tatum a leader? You know, is he somebody? It wasn't at this just point? this season, though. Things have been yeah. off in Boston. They've in had that pro- they've had problems for a there, of years. and I know he's a young guy, but yeah. he's been there long enough now to say, "Hey, this is my franchise." And so that's the other question I have. It's not a knock; it's just a question. He's still in my top five. Want to keep going here? Let's go to Corey in Texas. Corey, hello, guys. First time on here. <laughs> oh, don't make it your last time. Uh, oh, not most definitely. Um, this is my thing. Out of the, on your list. Luca is the only one that cost somebody their job for not drafting him. He, he, somebody actually lost their job because they didn't draft him after he made the splash in the NBA that he did. And the only other basketball player that made the type of splash that Luca made was Michael Jordan. They knew he was good, but they didn't know he was going to splash like that. And, and, uh, and LeBron, let me throw the LeBron part in there. The only other player that y'all bring up that plays like LeBron is Luka. And everybody is saying that LeBron is the best in the league. Okay, so if LeBron is the best in the league and Luka plays exactly like him at the young age that he is and he has a better jumper right now than, than LeBron, he's got to be the best. Now, Do you get Dion, I want to hear your opinion. All right, thank you, Corey. Uh, I don't – I wouldn't – there's numbers that you can put up. That might say, you know, LeBron was doing these kind of same things, but I wouldn't Don't compare, compare anybody to LeBron. I wouldn't compare Yeah, don't games. compare Le- anybody LeBron to LeBron. LeBron at 6'8", and a physical specimen that yeah. he was, even coming in the league as a young guy, he was yeah. still a physical specimen. And then you look at Luka. You, if, I'll tell you what. Let's do the Tom Brady uh, a combine photo side <laughs> by side at the same age of Luka and LeBron. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, Luca can always change. That's the easiest thing to change is your physique, right? You know? Yeah, yeah so, you so that's do the easiest it, thing. Like, I got to know you want to do it. You know, when I was talking to Stephen A., we were talking about trying to develop a jump shot. We were talking about being able to expand your game. The easiest thing to do is to just you know go go do uh, P90X with the, for, for 90 days and, and get your swole on. You know, he has all the other intangibles. He makes everybody better. He's clutch. He's big time. You know what I mean? I can see the argument for Luca. Shout out Tony Horton. Let's go to Charles in Ohio. Charles. Hey, I'm going with Devin Booker. I got to go with you on that one, Allen, because, you know, I read something on ESPN.com, and he was talking about how him and Kobe got to know each other and work with each other. Devin Booker's got that that Mamba mentality. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not comparing him to Kobe, but he's kind of close to Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's out to kill, and – Devin Booker, if he was in a different market, everybody would know who he was. Completely agree. You know? so, yeah, and he's also a I playoff, mean, I think, and what he is too, and Charles, I'm sorry, but we do have to run, but I got your point, so I appreciate it. What I also want to point out too is like, 
Dame Lillard, we didn't know who he was until playoff time came and then Dame time came, mm -hmm. right? I, he would, you know, night-night to several teams in the postseason, and that's really where it emerged. Basketball people knew who he was, but I'm talking about on a bigger level. I think that's all, that's all Book needs. He had a, a really good bubble, and that helped. He'll get his chance this year. And now this year, where they are, they're, they're an emerging team. They're still fairly young. They do have Chris Paul helping them. Let's see him now in the postseason. Let's see him now start to show you something. Maybe that starts to grow. But that's a guy in a bigger market you'd already know about. We've had so much fun with the calls. We're going to now do what we normally do at this time of the show, call a roulette. Now, it doesn't have to be about this list. Now we just open it up like a buffet, like a little breakfast buffet mm. for you. At 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The call roulette works like this. As you know, you get your number when you call in. Then when I say your call number, we spin the wheel. We get the number. You come in, you tell us your name, where you're from, and then either your hot take or your question. If you screw it up, you're out. All right, we have no tolerance for this because we don't have a lot of time. So that's coming up next. Caller Roulette, Keyshawn, Jay Will, Zubin, Alan Hahn, Chris Kenny, Bart Scott, and you. ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We say it every time. Don't be, don't be that guy. Simple as that. If you're line five, if we spin the wheel and we get a line five, don't be that guy. Trust me. Set us off. So we begin with Carl Roulette. You know the rules. KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN News. I said plus. That's what we do on our show. Barton mm. Hahn, which we're on at noon. Apologize to everybody. You might be upset by that. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott. Barton Hahn will be on at noon, so we'll see you then. Chris Canty joining us here as well. So, we begin 888-729-3776. Spin it. Line three, go. Jim, Moonshine Creek. What hey, Ben Roethlisberger, last year, sometimes he looked like a pro bowler. Most of the time he looked like Ryan Leaf. It's got to be more than age. What's up with Big Ben? Well, I think the Pittsburgh's lack of a running game put too much on Ben Roethlisberger's hands, throwing the ball too many times. You know, I think if they get a balanced running game, if they draft Najee Harris or maybe ETN, you know, they'll be able to have more balance and save that arm. Moonshine Creek, by the way. Mm -hmm. How tough does that sound? That yeah, town exactly. Sound? Like, like they still have like, I mean, draw like in the middle of the yeah, street. Yeah, there's sometimes. nothing but salt of the earth guys Woo. in Moonshine Creek. No Moonshine question about Creek. it. <laughs> All right, spin it. course line five <laughs> travis from virginia beach well done travis go 
right, LeBron James will never be as good as Jordan because Jordan not only stayed and won after losing, then took a year off, played baseball, was actually decent, unlike Tim Tebow, came back to basketball and won more, unlike LeBron, who lost, left to go get with some good guys, got his pedigree, left, came back, won only one, and then left because he was over it, and then went on to another city. Freaking. That is the hot take. Uh, I mean, that's, just, <laughs> that's to me, you never LeBron, no matter what LeBron does, that's what he'll never overcome. Yeah, you know, we're not never, really in the debate. Yeah. The debate will always end with, but Jordan stayed with his franchise even yeah. after leaving for baseball. Right. Yeah. I mean, the dominance that Jordan had in the 90s, that, that's it's silly. I, it's crazy. I mean, here's the thing I'm a Jordan guy. But I also acknowledge that LeBron oh, yeah. is in that room. Maybe he's not better than Michael Jordan, but he's in that room, and I don't think there's anybody else in that room. Only, I think it's them too. There's I mean, only two key cards. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the, the one thing we are going to be able to debate is who's the better actor as Space Jam comes out. As you know, Nah, listen, I'm looking forward to watching Space Jam Legacy too, yeah. but it can't be greater than the original, But why man. did it have to be it Space can't be. Jam? Couldn't we have redone right. another movie? Well, LeBron well he's won, chasing no, Le- ghosts, not just on the court, but in film too. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying, <laughs> because it's his production company. So you see that he's trying to erase Jeffrey. All right, let's spin it. There's a good, good line five, by the way, for a change. Line one, go. Yeah, this is Walter. Uh, my complaint is, why did they not say nothing about uh, Ben Simmons, 24 years old, the second coming of Magic Johnson? Magic. Come on, man. Yeah, Magic, Magic couldn't shoot neither. Magic, well, he learned how to shoot, though. <laughs> I'd like to bring Yates in on this. He's a Philly guy. Yates, why isn't Ben Simmons getting more love, man? Because the people in the city is tired of him not shooting a rock, dog. Like, you got a shooting sleeve on and you not shooting a pill. <laughs> like, why are you wearing a shooting sleeve if you don't shoot? That's them rocket passes, them accurate passes that he hitting you with. Man. Spin it. I love that line. You wearing a jogging suit and you ain't jogging. <laughs> line two. Hey, Matt from Annapolis, Maryland. My question is, with the Atlanta Falcons willing to trade the fourth overall pick to the Baltimore Ravens, given that they have an offensive lineman that feels that he can play left tackle, can they put together a package to where they can move up to get Lamar Jackson, a big-body receiver, to kind of help out that way the safeties that they play against don't have to play in the box and they can kind of spread out their offensive game plan? Well, I think if you're talking about Orlando Brown Jr., if they package him, I think that that will be proper compensation. If they believe that Matty Ice is the uh, got a couple more years left, they can trade him and exchange picks and probably move up to that fourth overall pick. Fourth overall? That's I mean, a listen, long way to go. That's a, that's a long way to go. For a left tackle that wants to get paid. Yo, yo but, he, but this year you're only paying him $900,000. You still got to pay him, though. Yeah, but he, you, you're, you're secure for 15 years. So you you would have to be the Ra- the Ravens pick, yeah. Would you it would have s- to be multiple yeah. picks. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be multiple, multiple picks, picks, but that player, player. you talk about an All Pro player mm. in his prime. He's t- he's, he's twenty three years old. By Atlanta, the way, he's twenty three years mm. old. Chris, real quick, would you would you do something like that? Would you consider something like that if you're the Falcons? No, I'm not sliding that far back. I mean, if you're the Falcons, you you want to try to win over the next two years because they restructured Matt Ryan's contract. Yeah. So they're tied to him for the next couple of seasons. Right. So Arthur Smith has a window. I want to try to get the best position player that I possibly can in this draft while also keeping in mind, you know, an eye on the future with trying to acquire more draft picks. So I'd slide back, but I ain't sliding out of the top ten. See, but when you think about Atlanta, they don't need any skill position players. They got Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst is a beast that they got from Baltimore last year. 
No, I'm not talking about just skill skill players. I'm okay. talking about position players. Okay. So offensive and defensive side of the ball, just position players, non-quarterbacks. Okay. All right, yeah. let's spin it. Keep going. Call the roulette. Continuing on KJZ ESPN Radio. Line six. Max, Northern Kentucky. I was just curious who you guys think the Bengals should take with basically the first non-QB of the draft. Offensive lineman. Yeah. I mean, you got to keep Sewell. Joe Burrow upright. He got cut in half against the Washington football team. Yeah, like Sewell. that has to be front and center. I understand they signed Riley Reef and and they've got Jonah Williams. Yeah. But I mean, you can continue to add to that offensive yeah. line. You want to build a fortress yeah. in front of Joe Burrow, especially coming yeah. off of that knee injury. Yeah, yeah. Kick kick Reef into to guard and, and go get Sewell and have you two you know great tackles and that's the way you win nowadays and it doesn't matter how great your receivers are if you can't get them the ball if you're under duress and listen we we hope that he's going to come back he's young enough to come back from that injury but it's going to be a while before he trusts it you want to give him trust give him the best tackle that we've seen in the you know in the process for the last couple of drafts a lot of excitement about this guy all right spin it let's keep going here call the roulette line four uh, Andrew from New York. Uh, I'm not ready to stop talking about Sam Darnold yet. Uh, big Darnold fan. I'm wondering if, uh, say, Justin Fields falls to the Panthers pick. Uh, personally, do you guys take Fields, or do you get another weapon for Darnold? And realistically, what do you think the ceiling for Darnold is now that he has good coaching and some good weapons around him? Well, here's the thing. I don't think the Panthers made that move to trade for Sam Darnold if they were going to take a quarterback at eight. I just mm-hmm. don't see that. They're committed to him for the next couple of years and they're going to watch this movie play out. But um, if I'm the Panthers, I'm going offensive line too. I understand that Kyle Pitts may be on the board or maybe there's another pass catcher, a weapon that you would want to add to DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. But the Panthers have enough skill position players to make that offense go. What they don't have is enough quality offensive linemen. So, again, similar philosophy to mm-hmm. what the Bengals should have coming into this draft. you got to try to keep your quarterback upright in order to be able to evaluate him and see what you got. Yeah, I mean, I, I go get Sewell, and then if you say, hey, man, I really want an impactful red zone tight end, then you just trade for Zach Ertz. You keep teasing me with the Zach Ertz <laughs> with the Jets. Maybe that's 29 years happen. old. All right, we don't have time for any more calls. We want to remind everybody that Keyshawn and Zubin will be back on Monday. But in the meantime, also Jay Will and his wife Nikki expecting their second child any moment now, any day now. Hopefully we'll have some news over the next couple of days. In the meantime, myself, Bart Scott, Chris Canny will be holding it down for you. Boys, let's run it back tomorrow. And Bart, I'll see you at noon. up on Thursday, could we see Dak Prescott throwing touchdown passes to Kyle Pitts next season? I'll tell you whether he could be the guy to like. The Cowboys. What the? I thought he said he was ready. Huh? Oh, can he be the guy to get? All right. You ready? Uh, To get the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. All right. Coming up on Thursday, could we see Dak Prescott throwing touchdown passes to Kyle Pitts next season? I'll tell you whether he's the guy to get the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. Wednesday morning on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.